there, and welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. This is Paige. And I'm Jessie, as always. As always. Jessie, this, I'm pretty excited about this episode. It is one that uh, we've actually had people request. Uh, yeah. We- hey, but before we get into that, um, what are you sipping on over there, Jessie? I actually made, uh, I'm going to call this the precious gift. <laughs> Quit laughing. Well, now I don't want to call it that. No, I like it. Please do continue. And I'll tell you where why, I got this name. Why is it so precious? So, well, I don't, it, wait, here, I'll tell you why. Okay. So we're going to record this episode. I was like, I would like to make a cocktail. So I was looking at what I have otherwise, and it's literally all whiskey. So I was just going to have a whiskey neat. And then I was kind of looking around on my liquor shelf and I found a, one of my friends for my birthday got me a little bottle of rose simple syrup, rose flavored simple syrup. And then I also saw the bedazzled bottle of Four Roses small batch that your mom made me for our wedding. Uh-huh. So not our wedding, not like my wedding to you. People know. No, no we're not. I mean, if this is your first episode, Paige and I are not married to each other. No. It I'm, may I, seem like it. We're married to different people. And it um, may seem like at times we're married to each other, but. Right. But we are in fact married to. We have known each other longer than most people know each other. Correct. We are in fact married to two white men. A white man? <laughs> no, so I'm anyway, so I thought, well, I'll make like a little cocktail out of my gift. Um, yeah. Things. So. Uh, I made a rose flavored old fashioned. So just rose simple syrup. This is my second and a half one. So keep that up. In. Rose Fair simple enough. syrup, four roses, small batch that was bedazzled, mm. uh, which your mom straight up took off the, uh, she had to take off the like protective seal to bedazzle it. So I'm like, I'm really putting a lot of trust in your mom. I mean, also. she didn't ever kill you growing up as a child. And That's I feel like true. that was probably more yeah. likely. So. With eating all her pistachios. Yeah. Uh, also. Maybe this uh, is her great revenge. You'll find it's out. It's just, yeah. I guess we'll find out tomorrow if I'm dead tomorrow. So, I, I think I told you, or I think I mentioned this maybe on the last episode or the one before, but I've been really in like a, like dry red wine phase of my life. Like, that's what I want of an evening is just like some couple glasses of dry red wine. I have three kids. Don't judge me. I need a couple. And Pinot Noir has really been, like, doing it for me. So I'm drinking a very cheap bottle of Pinot Noir. It's under $7. It's delicious. But I, I couldn't tell you what it was called for the life of me. But it, it is called, uh, usually, like, a cheap wine has, like, a man's name and then, like, a random place. So let's call it um, Steve's Meadow. Great. Hey, Jess, are you feeling curious about anything? Actually, I do have a good question that I thought of literally just a second. So you know that I don't have an answer already. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. You had to compete with one of your costumes. Which one would you choose to compete with? Ooh, interesting. I think we are. Oh, are you ready? I think. Go ahead. You can talk. I was just going to. Thank you. Thank you for your permission. (laughs) 
I guess this to preface this entire episode, we have never professionally competed. Um, we've judged some small costume contests. We're just not really competitive people. Not for a costume. I think I have too much anxiety and I don't take criticism very well. Right. So like, I don't know that like everyone we've talked to that does compete has said like, it's very friendly and very welcoming. So like, I, I don't, just, that- I truly don't know what I would get out of it. You know, like it I would have- be exciting probably, but I just, yeah. I just, I, for me, and I have bad, bad stage fright. Like we, we get a lot from cosplaying. I think you're right. I was going to say, I, cosplaying to me is such a fun thing that we do. And I just feel like it would suck all the fun out of it. It might, it might. We even talked about that. We've mentioned this before on the podcast, but we talked about that when we started the podcast. Like if it ever becomes a thing that's right. making us hate cosplaying or hate going to cons. I think, I think that we have been we've done pretty good about being like okay we need to we need to maybe reel back here you know and I just think competition would first of all both of us have stage fright like I don't know I just I'm glad there are costume contests don't look too closely don't look too closely at our scene I think that's part of it yeah you know like don't we this is a fun thing for us and if you and I just don't think either of us need that. Like, we don't need that, like, validation. And, and some people get, like, a good, like, rush from that. And I'm not saying it wouldn't be exciting, but it's just not something that you I and think I think we would have more negative emotions than we would positive. Yeah, yeah I think. But I maybe, think you know, one day out. maybe now, we'll compete in a smaller yeah. costume contest. Like, here's the thing. I love it. Maybe we, maybe we do compete at a small con and realize, like, oh, this isn't. I think like, it might totally be good. Hate- I think it might be good for us to try it. Maybe I agree. I'm Just not so we push it that, because so that, I don't so believe that in that, can... and I may chicken out. But like, yeah, just to say that we have done it, I agree. But it's not something that I like. I'm like, oh, this is something I have to do. You know, um, no, it's not something we aspire to. No, but so, again, so we are is... very appreciative of the people that do. Right, like the people that judge it's and a, we've talked it's, before because we we love a cosplay contest and we love mm-hmm. watching and we we love like discussing and you've heard it a million times before if you're a listener of the podcast but like we love dissecting like the judges choices and oh no we wouldn't have done it that way because right, XYZ and the... wait why do they have why do they have this rule um and we've discussed how we would love to like even just be able to be back, backstage during a cosplay contest and talk to the contestants and you know like Talk yeah, to we need to be and... like, um, you know, back in like our when like we were in high school and like maybe in college, when they would have like a music award, like MTV, like the VMAs or whatever, and they would have like Kurt Loder backstage. We need yeah. to be Kurt Loder. How do we? How remember do we Kurt, Loder? Kurt Loder? I think Kurt Loder. Can we get Kurt Loder on the podcast? How do we do that? I don't know. We got to figure that out. Um, anyway, your so answer to the I... question. This is a hard, because of everything we just said, this is a hard question to answer because I think if I was going to put together a. Yeah, I guess it could be a new one. I was thinking one of your existing ones. That's what I'm going to try. That's what I'm going to pick from an existing one. But I think if I knew I was going to compete with something, I would really be 
more meticulous about what it looks like underneath where I agree. Yeah. Um, like the one that I, I have in I'm mind, not, I would, I'm not as much. It. So I'm going to pretend like I was with these costumes, like that I was doing the most. Um, and I think, think it would be my, my, um, Bucky. Interesting. I always try to think what, you know, my answer to this one. I yeah, did not get your answer to this one. I I don't think it was an easy answer. I had a couple different ones swimming around in my head. And it's just the one that I feel like has, I don't know, it just is. It's, it's one of those that I'm like, I would re, like, I would re-wear it for the excitement. Like, I just, I really like that one. I like the way it looked. It got a lot of love. Like, it was just a, a hype, a hype cosplay for me. So I think that's why. We took our picture with Rad Dog in that we costume. We took our picture with Rad Dog. I don't know if you know what that means, but it's a big deal. Um, yeah, you should put that post that picture with this episode. I, Rad Dog. I will. I think that's why. And I was kind of like, I'm literally like in the room with all my cosplays now. And I went to my closet after you asked me that question. I was kind of like looking at the ones that are hanging. <clears throat> and I'm like, I love a lot of these, but like, I don't make these to compete in. Like, and I know the, the quality of a competition cosplay like, like right. I don't make these to compete and I make them because they're characters I love and garments that I love like so I think really like if I was to pick one of the ones I've made I think that's what it would be but um I also think that uh, uh I think that uh, it, I don't think it would win and I think that um there are a lot of a lot of uh options you know like there's something else i would choose you want, if i knew i was here's the thing though it's not about winning first of all <laughs> what don't laugh at me well i'm trying to be serious and you're laughing <laughs> at me it's not about winning um, it's about having fun i know but once again like i don't think you and i would have fun because we'd be mad no we wouldn't we uh hey jesse what's your answer Rose quartz, my rose quartz, obviously. Which, like I said, you probably knew that. That's it's my favorite one to wear. It's comfortable. It makes a statement. The sword is really like of all the things I made for any cosplay, that sword is probably the thing that I am proud of the most. Um, hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I should have earlier. What did you think mine was going to be? Uh, I guess I didn't really think about it, but I would have thought oh. maybe like your Padme. Um, yeah. Just because that's when you put a... Right, but it only has... Most costume contests, it only has to be 75%. Yeah, and on the research I've done for this episode, like that is majority of the cosplay contests. Right, is 75%. Yeah. I found the same thing. Anyway, uh, um, I think we both know that, you know... I think we both know that if we were going to compete in anything other than a very small competitions, cosplay contest, we would want to know about it before. Like we wouldn't want to enter an existing cosplay. I would know, want, want to know about it anyway. Like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I can't imagine going improv. Just don't even tell me that what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, hey, Jesse, why don't we tell everybody what the episode is about? 
So I alluded to this, but we are going to do an episode uh, today about sandbagging. Beverly, yeah. who uh, does mm-hmm. the prop. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't yeah. know if we if she cleared us to use our last name, but um, yeah, uh, uh, she uses her last name on social media, I think. Correct. Um, uh, that does she prop. We had a discussion with on her episode about this. We've had, like you said, a couple other people request it. So we thought, well, reckon it's time we do an episode about sandbagging. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to give the definition of sandbagging really quickly in case? Yeah. So don't sandbagging know? is when you take so there's a couple different definitions i found like yep. different people classify it like very slightly differently but uh when you compete in a costume contest with a costume you win a quote major award so you win a, an award for that costume and then you compete with it at another cosplay contest now some people specifically said they don't consider it sandbagging unless, you know, you win at a larger contest and then go to a smaller contest. I have with that so costume. many, I have so many thoughts about this. I'm so excited to talk about it because so, I have so many opinions. Right. I, so <laughs> the majority of ones I saw was any other costume contest, but some of the, the definitions I read did specifically specify, uh, right. A smaller costume, right? Contest. So, as we mentioned earlier, this is something that um, has been brought to our attention. Something that has been mentioned to us, and then most notably on a recent episode of the podcast where we inter- interviewed uh, Beverly Downen. She asked us like what our opinion was on it, and she said, "Hey, listen, if you do an episode, like I'm going to be your first listener. Like I'm interested to see what you have to say about it because it's such like a sensitive topic." And we did think about it for a while and we were like okay do we have any any reason or room to talk about this because we haven't ever competed Mm -hmm. and then we decided you know what we are cosplay contests like consumers you know like we cosplay and we also anytime there is a cosplay contest at a con we get we go to it so yeah I think we do like it's just our Again, this podcast is just our opinion. So our opinions yeah. podcast. Why, We've said it before. Yeah. Why shouldn't why shouldn't we comment on this? So right. I'm so, so excited. Right. I guess that that's a, a qualification for this episode is that we we never have competed uh in a costume contest. So we're we're saying our opinions as I also think that maybe that gives us kind of an unbiased opinion because it's not something we are defending or right. that's a good point that's how I look at it like not that we're not qualified but that we aren't we're not trying to defend like well there's a good reason to sandbag because did it because it's not right. something we've it's ever not, done yeah we equally it's not like we've done it before and we're trying to defend it and also, we've never been burned by it before. So we're not trying right. to say, oh, like, it's the worst. Exactly. So we got screwed basically, out of it so. our opinion matters more than everybody else's. <laughs> I am not saying that, just to be clear. This <laughs> is like when we went. Joking. This is like when we went on That's What I'm Talking About. And you were like, Frodo's a fucking punk ass <laughs> bitch. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I think we're, I think we're not only qualified, but I think it's even better because we're not biased, but that's just my opinion. Um, so I will say what I found very similar, um, definition. Um, I found a lot of like discourse on like, you know, whether it was any, uh, award and or a quote major award. I saw that terminology a lot of the cons themselves. So there are some cons I found. Yes. I have like a list I wrote of down cons. I three that I had heard of that I like I I did not do super dig like I didn't deep dig any of this. I did not dig very deep on any of this. Um Rose City Com- Comic Con anime NYC and anime St. Louis were three that I saw like on my very first page of mm. searching like sandbagging that had it in their competition rules and i See, did not I go specifically further. i specifically researched like conventions that ban sandbagging okay and so what did you come up with like a lot I, there weren't there are a lot of them there's yeah. not and probably there would be even more if i like described it and didn't just use the term sandbagging right i found probably like if you include little teeny tiny conventions, like again, not that there's, this is not, we love a small con, so this is not me, but just like, no, no, no. if you include those, probably 50 conventions that specifically yeah. mention the term sandbagging. I was, I was really surprised me too. doing the, doing the research that it came up in the competition rules at all, because I thought that I, I honestly, before researching this, um just from the conversations we've had about it and the you know discussing it with cosplayers I thought it was more more of a like moral standing like you know like and for some conventions it is like absolutely I get most of the big ones I went and looked to see what I could find and most of the big ones don't have any specific rule banning you from competing with a costume that you've won with before right uh something so something else i saw that said it like kind of is like included in sandbagging it's not only like re-wearing a cosplay that you've won an award with regardless of the size of the competition or the prize was if you compete in a category uh, below your skill level so if you have been sewing for 15 years and you've put together these crazy creations and you've, you know, maybe you've not won before, but you've competed in master class, you know, cosplay competitions or categories. And then you enter as like a beginner at a cosplay contest. Evidently that is also sometimes included in the sandbagging category. Yeah. I think anything where you are, you know, like punching below you, I guess, for lack of a better term is generally which is something as a viewer of a cosplay contest i know that we have noticed before like we'll be like these people people are beginners now that's not saying that those specific people weren't um but right yeah that would be a very hard thing to judge right how do you determine if someone is really a beginner but I get, you know, if they've won something at another costume contest, 
like, I guess that doesn't mean they have, if it's the very first costume that they've done and it's just a really good costume, like, it's just, I guess it's one of those uh, hard to define, but I, I'll know it when I see it, I guess, kind of terms. But that's, right. that's the, like I said, the general vibe I got from, like, I went through, like, subreddits and yep, on cosplay.com, the message boards. And the general vibe I got was, like I said, like, kind of punching below your level. Yeah. So let's get into it, shall we? Because once again, this is called uh, Our Opinions, the podcast. Jesse, what are your opinions on sandbagging? I I think the main thing I saw, I think it would be nice to have, like, I think it's nice when costume contests have, like, an exhibition category. Mm -hmm. Or, like, sometimes we'll go to cons. Like, Dragon Con has, like, a fashion show. Mm-hmm. Which is not a con- so I like the idea because again we don't get to go to every con we do maybe four to five cons a year right including small cons and big cons and that's you know maybe one day the podcast blows up or one of us becomes independently wealthy or something and we can go to more but right now we're going to like four or five cons a year so yeah. it's nice to see those costumes that we may not get to see you know like some big crazy costumes it's not feasible to walk around the convention floor with them so us walking around the convention floor going to panels going to the vendor hall whatever doing panels ourselves we may not see those costumes if they're not in the costume contest so like it's good to be able to see those really amazing costumes that we may not get to see otherwise but I hate that someone on one of, it was on cosplay.com on the message boards. And they were saying, you know, this could be something that could really discourage new cosplayers because imagine, you know, like imagine that first cosplay that you did really put like, you know, not necessarily a, cos- a closet cosplay, but like first costume that you put like a lot of effort in or any effort or what, you know, what, whatever. And like, you put this work into it and you feel really proud about it and you go to compete at your local costume contest and you are beaten by someone who is obviously, you know, has been able to put more resources into this costume. And then you find out that they've also won all these other awards with the costume. And then you might think like, what's the point? Why am I? And so especially like, again, if you're going to like a lower level, like if you're going to a smaller con, like let's say you've already won, like if you have, let's say, again, this is like an extreme example, but if you've won the crown championships of cosplay, you've won an international prize, $5,000 cash, and then you take it to your local con where, like you said, the prize is maybe 50 or a hundred dollars. Like, what are you getting out of that at that point? <laughs> Even if you've won like two hundred fifty or a thousand dollars, like, what are you getting out of? Like, I don't, I don't think. I guess I don't think anyone should be competing in a costume contest that they are qualified to judge. Yes, here's my thing: is I agree for the most part with what you said, but you can't 
know who else is going to be, you know, in the cosplay contest with you. Like, you have no way of knowing the other, the level of well, the other I, well, I players. Think that you, like, but what you can do is make sure that you're not entering, if there are categories, you're not entering below your level. You can make sure that, you know, I, I just think that sandbagging, tr for the most part, truly feels so intentional to me. Right. I guess intent also would play a role in it. Like, right. how can you measure someone's intent? Like, if you are, if you have won, <laughs> if you have won a major award, um, and honestly, to me, best in show, runner up, um, you know, judge's choice. Best move. Yeah. Any, 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 any of that. So, so if you have won any of those awards and then you go to a smaller convention, so say you win at, you know, a fan expo convention, because those are just kind of all across the country. Right. Say you win like a read pop, like a read, right, pop, read pop convention. Read pop or a like fan expo type convention. Um, and then you go to your local, the closest small con to you, and you enter that same cosplay against I, I just it feels icky to me. It feels like like the intent matters, but I don't think anyone that's at that level of cosplaying where they're competing in the crown championships of cosplay, like at a read pop convention or they're competing at a fan expo or, you know, any major or, you know, dragon con, like a major convention. I don't think there's an excuse of, well, I didn't know that if I went to my local convention that has a thousand attendees <laughs> or yeah. 500 attendees, that you know they weren't going to be at that level. I don't think that intent. And I truly, I truly, I I truly feel like. And please know that we don't know everything. Um, but I truly feel like I feel the same way about if you are if you win a smaller convention, if you win at your local convention and you win best in show, and then you go to a equally small con and put that in. I feel the same way. I feel like, hey, maybe, maybe you don't. I, I guess like, I'm kind of like that person who's like, you know, who do you want to win in the Super Bowl? And I'm like, I just hope both teams have fun. Like, um, so I've got a question for you. How, what do you think about, so say a cosplayer wins, wins a cosplay contest in a cosplay and then they go on and they do upgrades to it and work on it um and maybe change it a little bit and then re-enter it in a similar do you feel like that's still saying okay so i need to know is the second costume contest like what level is it is it of an equal level to the first one that they won um or the first one that they entered or whatever or is it like lower after they've made the upgrades well listen i didn't think that far ahead if i guess risk. i'll i'll answer if they like so let's say you enter enter so did you say specifically that they had won the first one yes so let's say they enter and win 
and then they upgrade it and they compete in something that is equal or higher. Like, you know, let's say you compete in your local competition and win. And then you upgrade it and you go to Fan Expo or a repop. I mean, absolutely. Anytime that you go from smaller con to bigger con is fine. Right. But again, like that's challenging yourself, right? Right. I guess I just, I just don't like the idea of, and it would probably, you know, like, I don't, I don't like the idea of, you know, I think that's part of the reason that neither of us is real cracked up on the idea of competing in general. Uh, like I said, uh, I just, I think it's the punching down thing for me. Like, I just, I have a heart, like I said, I fully know that part of my issue is just that competition it just isn't for me anyway. So yeah. So I think that trying to justify like it just doesn't make sense to me trying to justify why you would enter, you know, um because I don't understand the need to compete. Um I totally understand the need to want to show off the amazing yeah. like we've talked before but one of the best things about cosplay is like people being like, Oh my gosh, I love your cosplay. Oh my gosh. Like I love that show, you know, like just like that connection. So I get that maybe that, that fulfills that connection that, that we also enjoy. Um, but I get enough of that from just cosplaying. So, you know, I just, I don't need that. And to go and to, you know, maybe, dash and other cosplayers enjoyment right just so you can win again you know at a smaller location most likely or a smaller category like why like maybe don't be an asshole yeah like I said I think part of it is we cosplay has brought so much to both of our lives I would hate to think that someone like had a bad view of the cosplay community or left the cosplay community because they felt like we weren't welcoming. Like I'm not the ambassador of the whole community or anything like that, but we will be. Yeah. If that job is hiring all of our, I'm crying a little bit. All of our (laughs) cosplayer friends, like you included, like make me a better cosplayer and make me a better person. Like yeah. Sunday night at Dragon Con this past year, like I was so outgoing. Like I talked to people. Like I'm not gonna say alcohol didn't play a role in that, but like, <laughs> like our friend Sheila and our friend Amy, like encouraging me to, like, yeah, like you have something valid. Like you are welcome in this space. I, that is something that is very rare and is very precious to me. So, like, I don't like anything that would make someone feel like they aren't, like, again, I truly feel like if you put together a closet cosplay and it's creative, I want to talk to you. If you bought a cosplay of a character that you really like and you're wearing it and it's the first cosplay you've done and you're nervous because you didn't make it, I want to talk to you. Like... I don't want to be the person that makes it more difficult to get into cosplay because cosplay has meant so much to me. 
like right we like the podcast cosplaying in general we have met so many amazing people and we have had so many amazing experiences like we've gotten to travel we've gotten to go to cons for free like cons are giving us free tickets to come and talk about their convention because we have this podcast and because we started cosplaying you know 10 15 years ago and that's insane yeah. like that's something that i don't ever want to take for granted like yeah like so yeah like yeah, the, we just the closest some of the closest friends that i have are through so i don't like anything that right. would exclude anyone from like make anyone feel excluded from the community because it is very easy to think i don't belong here i don't look like chris evans i am not a size five i my sewing skills are not up to what i'm seeing so i guess that's the problem that i have with sandbagging in general i know i just did a monologue about that but like it for me with all of the mental health issues i have and just like who i am and as a person the enrichment that cosplay has brought to my life and the fulfillment that i get from cosplay i would never want to deny to another human being so if someone is doing something that's going to deny someone else from that i don't like it amen i think truly what it comes down to is like for like again for me it's what are you getting out of it and what are you bringing to the community like you know like right. Jane, right ask not what your country can do for you ask what you can do for your country ask not what cosplay can do for you ask what you can do for cosplay so like just like, don't you know yeah like be a good person that's right. my that's really the round the roundup here yeah, that's a roundup. Don't be an asshole. Be kind. Have a good time. We're all in this together. Keep your stick on the ice. There you go. Yeah, I think that wraps up the episode. Yeah, Just- I we had some good discussions. Like again, listener, write into us. Tell us your opinion. What do you think of? Like, it really is are interesting. Are we not? Are we not? Is there something we're not taking into consideration? Like. Like, if you've competed before, what is your opinion? Like, I think just, like I said, if you, listener, think, you know, that we're missing something, that we're, you know, maybe not taking something into consideration, let us know. But I think just our general vibe is like, you know, be kind and do things that make sense. Um, So we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We hope that you were write in and tell us your opinion on sandbagging or if you've had like a a story like a convention or competition a sandbagging story i would love to be able to in a future episode have some feedback from people who have competed or even just other people who watch cosplay like contests we're not we want to know we want to we want to know your opinions yeah listen so you know send them in um but in the meantime you know follow along with us on social media we are on facebook and instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod we're also over on tiktok at cosplay and cocktails just you know hang out with us there do the things that you do on social media like share comment what whatever 
Um, but if you do want to send us your opinion on sandbagging, your stories, um, or just, you know, a, a list of other things, uh, you can send that to the email. That's where Jesse hangs out. Um, yeah, you can send us your thoughts on sandbagging, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, interesting plants and mushrooms, weird fish picks. You know, just last night, I made my partner, we were laying in bed and he was like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, type in Chernobyl big catfish. So I watched the video. There's these giant catfish at Chernobyl. If you're interested in weird fish picks, I highly suggest that you go to YouTube and you type in Chernobyl big catfish because you will not be disappointed. There's these crazy big freshwater catfish at Chernobyl. They're like seven feet long and they have, they're beautiful. And they're like anyway. a cat. Uh, so yeah, if that's the type of thing that you're into, please send that to me. Cause like I am fully 100% into that. Um, if there's conventions you think we should go to and cover, if you have opinions on this episode or answers for I'm going to ask you a question for this episode's question, it was, what would you compete with? We'd love to see a picture of it. If there is a costume that you're proud of and you'd like to compete with it one day, send it to us, please. We'd love to see it. We'll put it up on the social media. That's what well, Paige will. I won't because I don't understand how any of that works. And I accidentally share like pictures of my cats to, uh, just everywhere but uh page page will figure it out i think that's it uh any other nerdy event you think we should cover doesn't have to be a convention we're like again we're always on the lookout for anything that's feasible for us to cover for the podcast we want to do what you like to listen to so uh, let us let us know what that is i reckon it's time we best be scooting okay Bye.